Welcome to our Reach Next Generation podcast. I'm Grace Jeffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me with this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they have faced throughout their careers, how they became them and what to say for girls of my age. Today my guest is Vanessa San Yauke, who is a diversity and inclusion professional, presenter and writer based in London. Vanessa has had over a decade of experience advising the FTSE 100 businesses on diversity, inclusion and corporate social responsibility initiatives and policies. Vanessa is also the founder of Girls Talk. Thanks for joining me today, Vanessa. Can we start by you telling us about your career journey? Where did it start? Um, Thanks for having me, Grace. I'm really excited to be on your podcast. Um, My career journey started, I'd say... In my childhood, it's, it's, I have a very interesting story. So, not interesting, but very kind of weird journey. So, when I was um, a, a kid, so I can remember, like when I was four years old, my parents um, bought me a doctor's kit, and they would, you know, really encourage me to pursue a career in medicine. So, throughout my childhood, I'd studied the sciences, and I always thought I'd become a doctor because my parents really were kind of quite pushy parents at the time and they would say you know you should become a doctor it's a great career path for you it's a safe job you'd be great and so I just you know went along with that journey up until university I studied biomedical science um and I was going to pursue a career in medicine to become a doctor but at university I went to Brunel University and it was very entrepreneurial so lots of my um friends at uni were starting businesses alongside their studies and I really started to get that entrepreneurial bug where I really liked you know starting different projects starting businesses I did event planning outside of work and I'd always wanted to kind of be my own boss and do my own thing and that's when I started to realize that my skills and my passion wasn't in science really it was in um, becoming starting my own business and so it was at university when I started my first um, social enterprise. It was a business that had a social purpose. It was called the Rafiki Network. Um, and that's where I kind of just have really sort of taken my career from second year of university and diversity and inclusion is what I've always done since then. Well, I know you went to university. How important do you think it actually is to go, though? To university, how important is it to go to university? I would really encourage it because if I hadn't have gone to university, I mean, I went to Brunel University for my first degree in biomedical science. And that's where I met so many inspiring individuals. Like if I hadn't have gone to Brunel University, I wouldn't have started, you know, my current business, Girls Talk London. I wouldn't have got into diversity and inclusion. So that was so important for me. So university Aside from obviously learning something and getting a qualification, it's the networks and the friendships that you make that completely changed my life. I went to Royal Holloway University to study my master's, which was in sustainability and management. And that means basically focusing on corporate social responsibility, which is what my area of expertise is now. So doing my master's at university gave me the knowledge for what I'm doing right now. So I think it's a bit of both. There's a lot there's a lot of talk about pay equality in general. How well do you think women are catching up with men's salaries and getting the top job? I mean, we've still got a really long way um to go. So um, you know, if we if you think about it that, you know, the gender pay gap 
um, is still present, still exists. Um, I think I know it's it's sort of slowly decreasing year on year, but, you know, it's still not where it needs to be. If we look at the, the top jobs, so, the, you know, we have seven female CEO of the top one, um, top 100 UK businesses. So of the top 100 UK businesses, seven of these have a female CEO. And when you think about how women make up just under half of the workforce, we really should have 50 or just under 50 female CEOs of the top 100 companies and we only have seven. So, you know, we have a long way to go, a really, really, really long way to go. And um, I think the way that we can close the gap is, you know, really looking at the women that are coming through the doors, the women that are kind of in the lower ranks. How do we um, give them, you know, really tangible developmental opportunities to really kind of progress in their careers? So we've got a long way to go. What was your inspiration to start your podcast, the Afterworks Dream Club? Um, so for me, I started my podcast, the Afterworks um, Drinks Club, because what I found is a lot of my life changing light bulb moments, conversations took place when I would meet someone maybe interesting um, after work over a drink. So after work, I meet somebody for a coffee or for a drink. And I get to know a bit more about their careers or I might meet my friends after work over a few drinks and we'll kind of be sharing and talking about different things to do with career and business. And I wanted to bring that to listeners. Um, and I thought it would be a really kind of cool way to kind of bring fun and inspiring conversations, but they're also very informative to um, to listeners globally. Well, I was quite um, I was a bit nervous when I started this podcast. Was that the same for you? And um, I obviously feel different now. I really enjoy it. Was was that also the same for you? Yeah, I was. Re- it's really nerve wracking, especially like I was really impressed by your intro. Like you're so much better than me. Like you got it in one take. Like I have to do a few a few takes when I do my intro. So you are. I'm like, and I um admire you, and I'm in awe of you. I think you were just. Uh, you've kind of you've got the gift for for this. It, but it is nerve wracking. Um, but I think, you know, now I've been doing my podcast um, for a good couple of years now. Um, I do feel a bit more comfortable. So I think the key thing is just to get started. And, you know, you learn along the way um, you make mistakes, but learn from them and you just get better over time. Well, I know you set up the project Step Up Into STEM. What advice would you give to girls who are thinking about a job in STEM? Because obviously there are a lot less women in STEM than uh men yes we had we first had a program called step into stem so that was for like female students who were in sixth form who wanted to work in stem careers now we're launching step up which is for uh female university students to really get them inside the doors of um you know big tech companies and i would say to women who want to get into the stem sector is to get a mentor so you know they could apply to step up we have a mentoring program um, but definitely having a mentor will help, um, you know, keep you motivated, give you some insight and be encouraged because so that you don't feel alone and that you don't feel scared that there are not many women um, in, you know, in, in the STEM sector. And I would say just go to um, as many STEM related events as you can to build up your own network. I feel like if you meet like minded women, so Girls Talk London, we have a community. People can sign up to our newsletter, follow us on social media. 
we can, you know, we build communities. Definitely attend some of our events so that you can meet women who are into the same things that you are. Because when you have that community of people where you can kind of, you know, share a good day or share a bad day or kind of get encouragement about if you're applying for graduate jobs, for example, you have that community and that support system. So get a mentor, you know, attend industry related events and try and develop connections and build your own community. Well, when we look at social media, which I know makes a huge impact on all of our lives, what advice would you give girls my age about how to use it and not use it? I would say only follow accounts that lift you up, um, you know, that, that really speak to your interests. And if there are certain accounts that make you feel maybe self-conscious about where you are or maybe your physical appearance or maybe the lifestyle that you're living, just feel free to unfollow. Um, I also use a lot of like functions where I mute certain words so that especially on my Twitter, um, I won't see any tweets that are triggering for me, for example. So I'm over COVID-19. So any t- any tweets that have COVID-19, I don't see them. So definitely protect your space um, and try your, your, your best to not engage with sort of negative people. So if you have people that troll you or comment on you, just block them and just ignore. I'm a big fan of the of the block button. Not everything needs a response. And just protect your space on social media. Have you had any mentors and are there any people that you really admire? Yes, I mean, I had um, mentors when I was early on in my career, but my mentors are kind of like my friends as well. Um, so I have lots of people who I've, you know, um, have had business contacts who've become friends and mentors who I can call when I've had a, you know, a very challenging situation. And, and that's how I've been able to develop my um, my network and people that I admire um are people that have overcome you know barriers and have had challenging circumstances so a big inspiration for me is um Oprah Winfrey um I'm a huge fan of hers I love Beyonce because she's got a really strong work ethic so I take inspiration from women like them who just work really hard to achieve their goals and have had so many obstacles but they keep on going um so those are a few of my my role models Right now, diversity and inclusion is a hot topic. Are we making progress as a society? And can you highlight the success maybe recently? I mean, I think um, after, you know, the Black Lives Matter um, resurgence last year um, and the killing of George Floyd last year as well, that's kind of made a lot of people in society and business kind of pay attention to, to diversity and inclusion. And I think um, I think it's too early to tell if we've made progress. So a lot of companies yeah. put the black squares. They hired a, a head of diversity and inclusion. So now we need to see, are they really going to make progress? Um, I don't think we've made much progress yet. It's going to take quite a, a while for us to get there. I think what where we have made progress is now businesses haven't been able to ignore um blatant um barriers and discrimination that underrepresented groups face and it's not just you know race but disability and sexual orientation and gender they now can't ignore it so now is the time i think for for, for us to sort of see what impact they're going to have now now that they've got head of dni now that now that they've made their pledges and their statements i think 
we need to give them a little bit more time now to see if, if they've actually made any changes. Well, coming back to COVID and especially the lockdown, I can't even count how long the lockdown has been. It's been so long um, and there's been so many different lockdowns all over the world. Yeah. Have you? And I know, I know that lots of different people have picked up um, hobbies along the way. Was that the same for you? And if so, could you maybe share a couple of them? Um, hobbies during lockdown, yes. I'm actually starting some new ones. Um, the hobbies that I've started um, has been my fitness journey. So I've never um, historically worked out. So now I do regular exercise classes. Um, I'm getting much better at cooking. But what I do, um, what I'm doing now is I'm making my own um, body butters. So I use like natural shea butter, natural cocoa butter, and I have like lots of different essential oils and um, I make my own body butter. And that's kind of what I've been um, sort of learning over over lockdown. So, yeah, lots of dishes, cooking um, and sort of making my own things. And I'm going to start now starting with the body butters and then. I actually now want to start looking at um, making my own face mask and my own hand lo- hand lotion and hand wash. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing <laughs> over I, lockdown. Do you think that could be a new little business that you've got going? I, I'm trying not to, but knowing what I'm like, I'm sure you'll, you'll see next year I've got this new product line, but I'm just trying to make it something fun, so just for yeah. me. Or maybe, like, if I have um, a friend's birthday, I can make them, like, a nice you know, body bar. So I'm trying to make it a hobby for now. <laughs> well, could you tell me a bit about Girls Talk and what the organisation does? Yes. Yeah, so I set up Girls Talk London in uh, 2013. And it's really, you know, what you touched on before around, are we making, you know, progress in terms of gender yeah. equality and not seeing enough women in senior positions in, in businesses? So I started that because there was a lack of women in senior leadership. Um, across all sectors and so what we do is we connect women with global businesses so to help them get jobs in these sectors but also to help them develop the skills and confidence to succeed um, not just in working life but also in personal life so we run lots of different events we have different programs like mentoring programs we've got a membership program launching as well um, and we produce a lot of online content. So we have a talk show, we've got the podcast and we have a blog as well. So it's really about helping women, you know, helping their careers elevate is what we're all about. So I've been doing that for um, about eight years now. And um, we work a lot with companies like Facebook, Snap. Um, you know, we worked with LinkedIn and then we worked with um, big brands like O2, Vodafone um, and BT. I've been some of our um, corporate partners as well. Oh, wow. Well, I, uh, I've i really enjoyed chatting with you today, Vanessa. Thank you so much for finding time to chat with me. And it's been really interesting to hear about your career. And I'm sure a lot of what you've said will help those listening when they're thinking about their future. Keep listening to the Reach Next Generation podcast as I talk to many more brilliant women. Thank you to our sponsors, Haynes Watts and Levi Strauss, for their amazing support.